Hey, this is Mike, and you're listening to the J. Mike Fields Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how to create change and change that actually lasts. I think a lot of us experience those uh, temporary boosts of motivation, and maybe we stay strong for a day. Maybe it's two or three days. Um, But usually after a week or two, we end up falling back into our old unconscious patterns. And this doesn't have to be the case. Uh, There are a couple things that you can do that will help you fall out of this trap. So uh, I'm going to start, go ahead and jump into this. Uh, Most important is the first one, and it's probably the most difficult for people because until recently, honestly, probably the past five years or so, we didn't understand um, maybe how to explain how to regulate your nervous system and the things that you can do and why you're doing them. Uh, and what it can help you change in your life. Because regulating your nervous system and understanding how it works and functions can change your friendships, your intimate relationships, your relationship with your family, um, really relationships with anybody in your life. And I think it's so crucial because if if we don't know how to regulate our nervous system, we, we could live in a constant state of fear or a constant state of numbness and, and never really develop that, that joy and that passion and that intimacy that we desire and that we really want to get out of our life um, to live a fulfilling life. So let's start with um, understanding how to regulate your nervous system. So a good example is, let's say that um, you get in an argument with one of your friends and and you can feel the tenseness and all of a sudden before you even know it, you're both screaming at each other or you're yelling at each other or one of them's yelling or you're yelling. Um, and then maybe after the argument or people settle down, you don't even remember what you were arguing about or what you even said. So that's a great example of our nervous system getting triggered and it's feeling that it's in a very dangerous place and that it needs to defend itself at all costs. So what happens? We become unconscious. Our animal instinct takes over. This, um, because our nervous system isn't necessarily conscious, we control it. It just abides by um, what we have perceived in the past and what we let stay. And until we challenge the things that, that maybe don't serve us anymore, they will continue to run our life. And, and we won't know because those are unconscious. And if we don't become conscious of those things, then we get stuck in life. So sometimes it's difficult for people to understand how individuals can change themselves so much. Well, this is how, um, by regulating their nervous system, they can integrate and and burn off old aspects of the self. And then they can, uh, take in new ones that they want to, uh, to put in place. some maybe old, maybe old patterns or habits. So let's talk about some ways that you can regulate your nervous system. And some easy ones are, are controlling your breath and getting you back to the present. So the first one I would try is to inhale through your nose and breathe in as much air as you can take in. You want it to be slightly uncomfortable. Um, Hold that breath for two to three seconds and then slowly release out through your mouth. Um, And then a more advanced technique to get you comfortable when you get triggered or you get in an uncomfortable situation and something that you want to change. Do the same thing, but once you get to that point where you feel like you can't take any more air in, take two more small breaths, hold for five, and then release out your mouth slowly. And do this three to five times, especially if you get triggered in a situation or let's try, let's say you're trying to, um, you know that you're not in a dangerous situation, but your brain is telling you, nervous system's telling you that you are, but you're conscious of, you know, this was an old past pattern that doesn't serve me anymore. And now I understand that I'm safe. So if you can consciously say that and know what's happening, you'll feel very uncomfortable. 
It's going to feel uncomfortable because this is what we've conditioned ourselves to feel in response to whatever the situation is. So we're, we're communicating with our body and letting it know that, hey, there's actually not danger here. And even if there is maybe emotional danger or mental danger, um, I'm resilient and I'm able to handle it now. I can take care of this now. We don't have to trigger this alarm anymore. And you'll notice if you do this a couple times, when you get back in the situation, it'll, that uncoupleness may still be there a little bit, but it'll be, it'll be dull. It'll be like a residue from the past of it. Um, and then as we continue to change this uh, association and this nervous system response, you may not feel it at all. And this actually doesn't take too long. Um, if we're willing to, uh, to work on it and be conscious of it and willing to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions. So that's some, a little bit of stuff that can help regulate the nervous system. Also, it's simple things. It, it's different for everyone. Um, taking a walk for 20 minutes is shown to reset your nervous system and, and to help regulate that. So if you feel like you're in a fight or flight state, go take a walk by yourself. If you can get outside in, in nature, that's great. If you live in the city, you know, just take a walk, you know, downtown or around a square if you have one and, and just hang out for a minute. And that usually helps people reset their, uh, their nervous system as well. So anything soothing music, um, maybe playing with a pet or, or taking a nap or, um, holding the pet or anything like that can help as well. So, um, I'll probably do another podcast on just the nervous system because there's so much involved there. And I think it's what people seem to struggle with the most. So, but let's move on to the second point. So becoming conscious of old patterns that no longer serve you. So you're really going to have to do this yourself. So the point is to, when you feel yourself becoming unconscious and that nervous system reacting, ask yourself, am I reacting to the present? Am I able to identify things in someone or something or this situation that is actually threatening? Or is it reminding me of a past experience where I felt that I needed, I, I had the need to protect myself because I was hurt or damaged in some way. Um, and it's good to especially look when, when we were children uh, because we were more unconscious about it. But don't think that your patterns can't be changed when you're an adult either to, to a bad, to a bad um, nervous system response. Um, if you're unconscious and let's say you get in a really unhealthy relationship, um, it can change your attachment style. It can change how you feel about intimacy. It can change how close you want to be with someone. So if, if you can identify this stuff and, and realize that maybe these triggers are not actually true for me now and that I, I'm able, I'm capable of making the judgment of a person, a place or a situation, uh, now for myself, then this helps calm the nervous system down too. And it also, lets you be conscious of that old pattern. So if you can get conscious of it once, it's easier for you to identify things that you say or do, um, without knowing it. And you're like, wait a second, you can catch yourself and be like, that's just an old pattern. That's an old belief. That's no longer serving me. Um, and this is the new belief that I want to put in place to change that. And I have a podcast on changing your beliefs and some techniques that you can use to kind of trick your nervous system a little bit to kind of uh, push you towards whatever you're wanting to accomplish or whatever belief you're wanting to change. Um, I think it's two or three, but I may link it uh, when I post this, but let's go to number three, write down how your future self will think, feel and act when you make changes to your nervous system and to these old patterns. So you want to get yourself to a place and you know, and this is good for meditation. So people get meditation mixed up. So all it is, is really you're learning to direct your focus. So you want to have an intention when you go into meditation. So it's not just to go in there and do nothing. It'd be like if we did yoga and there was no intention, you'd just be doing a bunch of weird stretches. 
what you're teaching yourself is to be in uncomfortable states and to remain calm and focused on an intention because this builds resilience. It builds, it allows us to take risk as well. So think of it like this. So if, if you're not a risky person and you get scared easily, um, your nervous system's trying to protect you. But if you can build resilience and you're able to deal with uncomfortable situations and you're able to trust yourself and to move forward in your process, even when you feel uncomfortable, um, you can, you can be comfortable with knowing that, Hey, it may not work out. You know, it may not be what I wanted in this situation, but I know if it doesn't, that I can handle it and that I'm going to be okay. And if it does, then great. So it puts you in a place to actually live. You're not stuck in this like freeze, fight or flight. You know, you're, you're in that comfortable position where you know, it may not work or it may be very uncomfortable, but it also may work. And if it works, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, well, I can pick myself up and I'm going to be okay. So, you know, allowing yourself to feel the uncomfortableness of that in a situation, um, will help build uh, confidence and resilience and you'll be more yourself because, um, you're not worried about, um, losing, losing a business or losing a, a friend or losing a spouse or losing an intimate partner or, or losing a family member. Um, you're more focused on being yourself and, and setting your boundaries and, and living, um, a healthy life and having healthy relationships with people. So number four is big. And I talk about this a lot and it's tell yourself the truth. Um, and sometimes I get messages and people ask, well, you know, what is the truth? And, and how do you know you're telling yourself the truth? Your body knows, you know, when you lie to yourself and you know, when you tell little lies to other people and little lies to yourself and little lies to your family members and little lies to your friends, um, you know it and you feel it and you feel that resistance in you, you feel that self betrayal. Um, and that's why a lot of the times people can't sit still or they have a fear of missing out because they are betraying themselves. They are not following their, their most true and authentic self. So they have a restlessness about them. I struggled with this for probably, I mean, the first you know 25 years of my life. Um, when I was 20, I had a really a down point and, and I, ne- you know, no, I never attempted to kill myself or anything of that type, but you know, I thought about it a lot. I thought about, you know, what would it be like if I was gone? What would it be like? Um, would my family be okay? Um, what would be the consequences of it? And I kind of logically looked at it, but then I realized that, you know, my nervous system was off and, you know, there was a lot of things that, um, I grew up believing that weren't true. So that's really when I I sought help. Um, and I worked with an incredible, incredible, uh, mentor and therapist and, and for years and I, and I still go see him on occasion. And, uh, he's a great friend now. Um, so shout out to Rick Ripke. I appreciate you, my friend. Um, but I, I realized that, that something was off and, and I had to, you know, I had to, and my friend at the time, Eric was like, Hey man, like, I know this isn't you. Like, I think you should go see somebody. And I trusted him and, uh, and I trusted myself at that point to be like, you know what? You're right. And then that's when I made the decision to do that. And that's why I'm here today. But, and that's why I'm so passionate about this stuff because, um, most of the time people that get into this type of field have been through it and I have, um, and I don't want other people to feel this way. So I'm going to do whatever I can to give back, um, what I learn and knowledge that I pick up. So, um, tell yourself the truth. Even if you think it's a part of you that no one could ever love, that no one could ever, um, could ever accept about you. Um, when you tell yourself the truth and that you're not perfect and that you have flaws and that you know what they are, um, when you accept and surrender to this, you you think that it's going to make you feel unworthy or unlovable, but really it actually, um, 
teaches you what unconditional love is and unconditional love can only be for yourself. Um, and it teaches you that that's where all your happiness and love actually abides from. And, and from that, that overflow of love for yourself, you're able to love other people and give to them as well and, and develop intimacy with people. So telling yourself the truth is really just getting down to the nitty gritty honesty. Like, um, like, uh, let's say that you've, you dealt with maybe, um, an illness for a while, but now you're better. Um, is to tell yourself like, I'm, I'm healed from this and I need to move forward like a healed person. Or, um, I know what I need to do to live my best life and and to develop my best self. And this is what I'm not doing. And I know I need to be doing this. So just little bitty truths like that will, will really, you'll, you'll feel that you'll resonate with that. You'll feel it in your chest and in your authentic self is yelling. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so tell yourself the truth, no matter if you think it's going to hurt because it will a little bit, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to build resilience and you're going to grow from this and, and you're going to be able to live your best life because you're going to get honest with yourself. You'll get honest with the world and you'll start living your true self. Um, and the last one is just be patient with yourself, you know, and that's your and then space capital S E L F. Um, be patient with yourself. You're going to mess up a promise. I guarantee it. And especially when you first start, um, you're going to have a lot of mishaps and you're going to feel like you're actually falling backwards. But what's happening is you're bringing all these old unconscious patterns to the surface and you're finally dealing with them. And of course that's going to be really uncomfortable. And, and honestly, when clients come in, I tell them, you know, these first four to six months are going to be a little uncomfortable and you know, I'm not going to lie to you, but I want you to know in those moments when, when you feel like you may be at your lowest or, or, um, or you feel like you can't go on, remember that you chose to work on yourself. You chose to love yourself in a moment and then you sought help for it. And all these things are coming to the surface so that you can shed them off, burn them off, integrate what you want and become who you truly are. So, and you can mold and shape yourself into whoever you want to be. And, and that's the whole point of it is, is to really learn, uh, unconditional love for yourself, unconditional forgiveness for yourself and, and that patience, um, to do the work and, and a process and to regulate your emotions and to identify all those patterns. So let's go through this, um, one last time to make sure, you know, just a little recap. So figure out how to regulate your nervous system, see what works best for you. Um, become conscious of those older patterns no longer serving you. So just remember, you have to learn how to regulate the nervous system before you become conscious of it. So, um, it's impossible for us to change those things unless we learn to calm our nervous system down because we'll be living in that fight or flight and that, that fear mode, that animal instinct, and we can't reach our consciousness in our frontal lobe. So and the third one's write down your future self. Um, what would they think, feel, and act? And I don't think I necessarily hit this point real hard. I think I got distracted on something else. So you want to um, let yourself feel in meditation how you would feel if these beliefs and patterns were already changed. And this is hard for people sometimes, but if you can learn to think and kind of act in that manner, um, you'll start feeling that in your nervous system too. So when you meditate, try to practice and, and really um, think, feel, and act as if you were already your future self. Number four, tell yourself the truth. I think I spent a lot of time on that one, so that one's pretty obvious. And then that last one, be patient with yourself. Um, like I said, you're going to mess up, but this is all about grace and forgiveness and unconditional love for you. So no matter what life throws at you, no matter what happens, no matter those things out of your control, you'll have built that resilience and that emotional stability and that confidence and that groundedness in yourself that 
Tough times may come. Things may get hard. You may struggle, but you know that you can handle it. And you've built a foundation of worthiness in yourself that no matter what comes up, um, no matter what you have to admit about yourself, that that you're worthy of love, you're worthy to be here, you're worthy to have abundance, um, you're worthy to um, walk around with confidence and, and to walk in freedom knowing that you can mess up and that you can start over um, and that you can think a thought and you can choose to see something differently and you can change your perception and your patterns about things and you can change your nervous system and your body um, and that anything is possible for you. So I hope this helps. I'm obviously very passionate about this stuff. If there's anything that you'd like for me to talk about or explain further, please message me at mike at jmikefields.com, um, or you can shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook. But um, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Uh, be patient with yourself. And like I said, if you have questions about this, feel free to message me, and I'd be glad to talk with you. Um, hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.